You know what I realized earlier when I was watching Obama talk uh, was that the entirety of my sexual history is encapsulated in the Obama years. Hopelessly entangled with Obama. Yeah. My sex life is inextricably linked Mm -hmm. to Barack Obama. (laughs) Do you have like a... Do you have like a Pavlovian response when you see him? I, I look at him and I'm like, man, when that guy was president, I used to fuck. <laughs> Damn. I used to come when that guy. Yeah. That's was up why. There. I, I guess you still come. Yeah, I come. Anyway, welcome to Trash Delivery. Yeah. I'm Kevin. This is our second week in a row where Kevin does a. Uh, Monotones. Who Maybe are that's her you? Thing. That's her Who thing. are you? I'm Dustin. Okay. I'm Dustin. Uh, head honcho, headliner, king of the app. King of the app, Dustin. So we got the band downstairs just uh, to get that out of the way. Just if anyone's wondering, the bass sounds particularly loud tonight. It does. Yeah. I think it might be bleeding up. It's more a crunchy so line than usual, which means that I can't do my stealth little edits to make things. A little more cohesive because we'll hear yeah. the song blipping around. So oh. we got to keep it snappy, boys. The cat's locked in your I'd like to point out on last week's episode, uh, which I skimmed through, uh, when we did the predictions for the year, I gave three predictions and you only included two of them. But I, but then I mentioned a third one. So the audience is probably like, what was oh. Kevin's third prediction? I don't even remember what your predictions were. By the time I was done editing that episode, I was just like, I was hacking and slashing. I know what That's... the third prediction was. It was that the world is going to end this decade. Oh, yeah. <coughs> That's a good one. Mm. I think it's pretty sage. Pretty. pretty. <laughs> it's not because it's too. Uh, it's too. Uh, no, I didn't it's mean. Too, it's too. Uh, I didn't mean like that. There would be no more human life. I what just do you mean? mean? That the economy would collapse this decade. Oh yeah, right. I don't know why. I I must have edited that. I don't know why. You oh, know who knows why hand? I edit things out. We got blueberry. Just really frustrated. Blueberry Nick's cat really frustrated that Kevin's wearing a hat, so he, she can't Eat get at hair. the hair. Another. That's a trope. <laughs> that's a trash delivery trope. Mm-hmm. Blueberry pulling Kevin's strands of hair through her teeth like floss. Yep. I've got to floss every day. Singing her bath. Flossy posse. So, everyone, how how you feeling? How are we feeling? About? Oh, I feel utter despair right now. You're in a despair zone? Why? I don't know. I just feel horrible. I don't think there's any hope. <laughs> I don't think there's any hope. For what? For, I don't know, for us to, I don't know. I mean, things are looking good still, like, in a way. I mean, we're, of course. What do you mean? I mean. Everything is going extinct. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, I I basically am in a world where I take for granted that we're going to lose most of the species. Well, that's, then we die. Yeah. Because if there's, Mm -hmm. come on, what are we going to eat? Uh, what are we gonna yeah, eat? We could pull it off. We got like, like uh, lab-grown. Like if we're, yeah. everybody's just gonna be eating Impossible burgers all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got like that. Impossible Whopper Something burger like came that. delicious. GMO engineered uh, plants to grow in climate change. Fucking soil and green. That's why we need the GMOs. Stuff like that. I don't know. I. And when I do think about, because like I will start to want, like almost just want the retribution for the Americans, like the you're just like, because I figure like of course the most vulnerable among us are going to suffer, but I like you want the thing that will make it so that everyone in America has to feel it. But I like the most cynical part of me does almost just feels like America could successfully become like a walled off oh, fortress. Yeah like fortress country basically and all the resources will be here and everything about like the way the globe is organized henceforth will be like a su- su- like fascistically like supply chains enforced by actual just literal military force to make sure that the stuff gets into the the safe zone <laughs> but i'd like that would make it so that the people wouldn't have to suffer and everyone which could- people the no, no. I mean the people by the uh, the rich people, the one, not just uh, yeah, everyone who 
has the resources to build compounds and or it is at that point well even this is just speculation about the fucking animal. who knows exactly how the chips are gonna fall uh it's like that zombie movie just, I just see a lot of walls. A couple of them, actually. Which one? Uh, Zombie land. land. Well, Land of the Dead works, right? Yeah. Where they're on, the, they're like in Pittsburgh, and like they just wall off a city or whatever. Yeah, it's not a military thing, but yeah, it's that or, children uh, of men shit. The yeah. like the zombies will be. I mean, it's not that like. To, to say that they are there are zombies is their worst, but the like the people trying to get into the safe zones will be the zombies. The people pushing at the gates, right. pushing at the fences, and there will be the children of men. Where there will be people still like going to their going to coffee shops and stuff. It'll just be normalized that like a bomb goes off down the street or whatever because mm-hmm. of the the people that are fighting back. But you're still going to your job. We don't have to think. Well, let's, I don't want to make this episode about the end of the world, you guys. Yeah, we've done enough episodes about the end of the world. Yeah. Okay. Let's make it about some fun stuff. Okay, what's fun? Uh, how about Bernie and Tom Steyer's su- such cute heart emoji friendship? So cute. Where he's just swatting at him, like, get away from me. That's okay. That, okay to start, I actually, okay. So if we want to talk about let, this specific thing, because this is going to be over real quick. No. The Tom, the, yeah, this Tom, Tom Steyer? Steyer shit. No, I got a. Oh, you mean him? Like him being no, this, over? No, this like, I'm saying what you're t- talking about. No, I is got, not gonna last. I got a lot in, on in Tom the, Steyer in the news. I'm saying okay, you all right? Go, 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 go. I just mean if the episode comes out in three weeks, nobody's gonna give a fuck about what, <laughs> what you're about are you to doing? say. We don't know that. Well, Tom Steyer is the scary thing about Tom Steyer. Or it's not scary, but just there. It's an outlier poll. But in South Carolina, he was at 15. percent Okay. That's second place. Well, I guess we, are, we already talked about this in an episode, but there's, there's just like a pending question of how possible is it to buy an election if you're willing to go like whole well, hog with it? I mean, Bloomberg and, just and got the, the coveted Michael Douglas uh, uh, endorsement today. So seriously, mm-hmm. fuck. I wonder if that means Catherine Zeta uh, uh, also endorsed. Yeah, well, coming? it looks yeah. like that 196 million dollars is like having some kind of effect. Meanwhile, his dad, uh, Kirk, has endorsed Yang Gang. It's the thing that's that true. When you look at the charts of like what Bloomberg and Steyer are spending, it's like it's it's beyond the pale. Like no one, it is it is really like billionaires testing the waters. Yeah, very much dipping their toes in, seeing like how possible is this? And you've got Bloomberg, which is seems to be just motivated by. Pretty much uh, like intra-party or intra-like ruling class uh, sort of billionaire uh, shit of just like one of us has to solid do it. solidarity. Yeah, like you should you be you do it for us. Where Steyer seems to be more of like a uh, a bizarre. Uh, what is character so weird here? The thing about Tom Steyer because he's saying he's giving lip service to all these ideas, right? Like leftist ideas, and then he's like this whole Bernie like. Like the thing at the fucking debate when he, mm-hmm. that was him, right? Where yeah. he's like, hey, uh, hey. Oh, hi, Bernie. Hey, hi, Bernie. I just want to say hi. I just want to say hi. And Bernie's like, yo, later, okay. later. Yeah, okay, later. It's where, where did he make his money? What is he famous Tom for? Tom Steyer, he made Farallon. It's all hedge funds, okay? it's That's the thing. That's the thing. He's, he's it, Tom Steyer is like a character study into the, the oxymoron of like a billionaire <laughs> deciding he wants to do good, where like the the genuineness of that the the actual behind the conviction to want to like use his money for good is almost irrelevant because it still ultimately is this the equation is the same like you're a, a member who has like ill-gotten wealth right and you it's still ill-gotten like you can't right. it's, it's like it is this like he doesn't even have the thing where like he made something like it's cursed money like you right. can't and, and like cursed it's you there there's just like the thing about Tom Steyer, the more and more I looked into him, is I think that he is genuine in his own way, whatever that means. Like, okay. he does, he he's a guy who, like, approached age 40 and, like, was looking at uh, the inaction on climate change and genuinely got freaked out about the science. Okay, okay. And is like, this isn't working out for us. It seems like, oh, fuck, they might do nothing. Right. It seems like the world might end. Right. And... 
Uh, but the other thing about Tom Steyer is that, and, and anyone like him that would that would try to be in his position, is that when they're at the fucking cliff in the fires of Mount Doom, they're not going to throw the ring in. Yeah. Like, you just know they're not. They're going to, like, have that moment where they look at it and they turn over their shoulder and they're like, we could do something different, though. Like, it is the ring. The Not to be too heavy on the Lord of the Rings shit. It's mm-hmm. the other thing being like, okay, well, you set the fire and now you want to put it out. You built all your money. He Straight up, his company, Farallon... Uh, uh, hedge fund, hair, Parallon and Inc., whatever the fuck that other word is attached to it. Like mm-hmm. they they invested in uh, tar, like oil, like tar sands, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like I don't know how relevant a change of heart really is. You know, maybe you could just like shut up. Maybe you could just like I don't. Why why or, why destroy Mount Doom when you could just ask Sauron to like be better? You know. <laughs> That's it. He wants to. We want to regulate uh, Mordor. We just want to like better. Uh, we want to like talk some sense into Mordor and show them that like actually all of Middle Earth will 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 all suffer together if unless we all collectively do. Yeah, something I think the uh, uh, Sauron's armies just need to be paid. You know, a couple extra dollars an hour, and uh, you got to rein in those corporate bonuses. And I think, you know, he can become a force for good. Mordor. You know, you'll see people moving there. Yeah. Buying vacation homes. Yeah. I mean, hell of a view of that mountain. Yeah. It's warm. Mm. Sure could use it in a place like this. A little, little Mount Doom. Keep us nice and toasty. Mm-hmm. There's like an unsettling uh, anecdote from him about his first taste of political power when he... Because he was a Hillary Clinton supporter. He really heavily backed Hillary Clinton in 2008. Okay. Uh, not 16, but yeah. uh, you know, against Obama and... Um, when Obama won, he was really, this was after he had his whole midlife crisis deal, you know, and this is what he's coasting on now is this midlife crisis. Uh, he wanted to get into politics, but suddenly found himself like without the ability, he wanted to be in the administration. He wanted to be the secretary of treasury. Mm -hmm. And when he was unable to do that, he just basically whole hog, like poured himself into like his own PA, uh, political action committee and, uh. And and he this is the thing that where it gets a little complicated with him is is he actually in Oregon and in California and, and he is heavily he's using his money to run ads for like objectively good things like carbon carbon caps and stuff okay, okay. Uh, just like and and he and like Green New Deal stuff so it's just like I don't know it's still fucking it's blood money are you like it. Are you like a Tom Steyer supporter? What? No, I'm not. You you just seem kind of like, you seem like you like him a little bit. No, I've actually, what I've been, I've been like trying to just get it, the heart of Tom. I've just been trying to figure out, not that it's really, because ultimately he's a billionaire. So his class is first and foremost. That's where he aligns. And I take that for granted. Yeah. But just on a personal level, and the takeaway I kind of came up away with is like Tom Steyer, he's only interesting if he was like the character of a novel that explores like the oxymoronic concept of a billionaire trying to use his blood money for good mm-hmm. and and exploring the relevancy of 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 genuine of whether that of how what, whether that that whether that conviction is genuine or not, whether that even matters. It's a bunch of gray area that fucking sucks. Like when you're actually trying to choose the guy that's gonna lead the fucking movement that doesn't end the world. When he calls himself a billionaire businessman who's good for the economy, I'll remind him, I'm an actual billionaire with a B. And he's a fake billionaire with a capital C for con man, crook, and criminal. If he was a real billionaire, he joined me in signing the giving pledge to give away his money to good causes. His uh, th- this this is just one art. This is one uh, bit from an article I read in Men's Journal uh, about him. It's just like a write up about him, pretty like puff PC, but it did get into like the controversy of him, like his oil investments and stuff. But okay. still, kind of played him up. Okay. But uh, the next year, during the 2006 midterm elections. Steyer teamed up with Lehane and others for a Democratic fundraiser in San Francisco to support his friend Nancy Pelosi in her congressional re-election campaign. Taylor enlisted Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt to play at the party. 
Later stealing the limelight by singing... Oh, Taylor is his wife, by the way. Okay. Uh, later stealing the limelight by singing ba- Billy Joel's Summer Highland Falls a cappella, which sounds fucking it's awful. Great tune. A cappella, though. Like, you have, like, the person who put together the fundraiser, his wife, like, ambles out on stage and starts just, like... I don't know if she's got chops. Yeah, actually, maybe I should have looked up the video. This might rule, because what they say is that the Styers were a hit. And Bill Clinton stepped up afterwards and uh, said, "How can I follow this? Hey, yeah, how can I? How can I? How does Bill Clinton? No, not like that. <laughs> Just did an old man. Do a, do do your bill. Do a bill. Uh, Say, how can I follow this in a bill voice? I can't do it. How can I? Hillary? No, I'm just doing an old man. Yeah, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what he sounds like. Kevin, you do Bill. I I don't I don't I couldn't even I don't know what he sounds like. Okay, well, no one's doing Bill. So, Phil, read my lips. No new. Oh no, that's Wait. George H. That's George H. W. Uh, I do not. Uh, that, you're getting kind of somewhere there you go. closer. Uh, sexually. Yeah, I do anything. No, no, no that's not. not the you get, you're getting further away. Yeah, yeah. Please, cold, uh, you got to work this, chop this shit like not off yet. mic. No. <laughs> No, I don't do a bill. I don't do a bill. Okay. I, I was just seeing if I could. So anyway, yeah, Bill Clinton was like, how can I follow that? And the thing, Tom like recites this moment to the reporter who's writing this article. I mean, I'm assuming he did because it's, it's like got quotes from him. It says, Tom realized, oh my God, I have the ability to influence things. I'm a player. And so it's kind of like that shit. You know? Yeah. Like, it's ego stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it doesn't it doesn't really matter it, it doesn't so you've got this uh, situation now where he is weirdly budding up with Bernie for whatever reason who knows whether it's totally cynical or he just thinks it's cute and did you see I saw just I've just seen way too much I guess this is why I did this why I wanted to like look into Tom Steyer and just know a little bit more about him is because I just saw way too much uh People just wanting to talk about how it's cute, which like, is kind of harmless, I guess. But it's also not. It's like lo- it's like leaving your fucking door open for the wolves to get in. Mm-hmm. That's an expression that doesn't. Yeah. All the time in the old days. Yeah. Uh, leave it open and it's wolves in the they're kitchen. They're gonna sneak. Yeah. They get in. Gonna, the dingo's gonna get your baby. They're gonna huff yeah. and a puff and blow your house down. Exactly. Wolves. The various things wolves do. And I saw, well, here's one. Uh, this is a pretty much a, just a very good example of that mentality from, I won't say who exactly it is because I don't want to put them on blast or anything, but it's like a really, one of those really prominent uh, Bernie accounts. It's like has no sense of irony, like just pure sincerity, rose emojis and, and mm. bread. And, yeah, uh, okay. and uh, they're, they're just like always doing the Bernie thing. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Yeah. So uh, they reply... I am here for a Bernie Steyer friendship. Billionaires shouldn't exist, but by that I mean no one should have a billion dollars. But the people themselves may be fine. You seem like a real person, so I would love to see you in the administration. Just threw me for a loop. (laughs) I mean, this is just a Twitter person. It's just one person, but that's like... Are you sure it's not just Tom Steyer's alt? No, because it's like a person who posts a lot of Bernie stuff and just it's well, just clearly sad, he uh, likes Bernie I just wouldn't I just uh I I like don't even have uh, any patience to to talk about how it's cute because I'm worried that people will start to genuinely I mean I don't give a fuck about Tom Steyer he's not gonna be president he's not gonna win the Democratic nomination he's not going to single state who cares no that's true no he's got it's not happening that's true but um uh, he might play second in a state or something because he bought a bunch of ads. He's not. He's not winning anything. Bloomberg's got a better chance of of, of something happening. He's you at think? least a name people know. Bloomberg's strategy is so insane that I think it's like actually impossible for it to succeed. Neither of them are going to work. I mean, it's just wasted breath. They're not. They're not. They're. They're. It's, it's a joke. Steyer, I don't think it's going to work, or it it would, but he is the one. He's like far outspending everyone in Iowa, and he's even farther outspending. Like he spent fifteen million dollars in New Hampshire. Sanders, the next person down, has spent three point six million dollars. He's the one who's actually like 
trying to put it to the test. And so far, it doesn't seem to be working well because it's like, you're right, it is relevant. Looking at the polls, it's basically he's lucky to get a 4%. It's twos, threes, ones, all the way down every poll. As Democrats, we can't launch dishonest attacks against fellow Democrats. We have to beat Donald Trump. Now Bernie's campaign has unleashed a barrage of negative attacks on Joe Biden. They've even accused Joe Biden of supporting Paul Ryan's cuts to Social Security. Bernie's campaign is not telling the truth. Joe Biden has repeatedly voted to save Social Security. They were ready for that debate to basically hammer Joe Biden with Social Security. And then after the debate, they were pretty eager to get back on script with hammering Joe Biden over Social Security. And they kind of they were doing that. I mean, that's what was going on. Joe Biden went out there and said that the video was like doctored and like totally made up. And you actually had like a lot of mainstream establishments and like uh, people just saying that, that was a false claim. And that the video wasn't doc because there's like fucking five videos of him saying there's so much evidence of, of him saying Joe what? Biden what? of Joe Biden talk one talking about social gutting, security. gutting social security and they were really effectively uh, hitting him on that and then the then you had the first snafu fucking bump in the road where Zephyr teach out someone who I really like and uh, think is good she wrote that op-ed that called out Joe Biden's corruption and overtly called Joe Biden corrupt. Did you see this? No. So she did that, and then you had all these fucking concerned trolls going off about, this is not a good look, right before the impeachment trial, like because, you know, the Joe Biden's corruption is a key element in the impeachment trial. And they're like, Bernie's trying saying that Joe Biden's corrupt right before we're going into the thing where we're trying to impeach Donald Trump for... And uh, so Bernie came out and actually apologized for the op-ed yes said that it shouldn't said that 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 language shouldn't have been used and then went on to say that joe biden is not corrupt in any way well that's uh that's pretty weak sauce yeah that's pretty weak sauce that's what i mean you shouldn't be pandering it at all to anyone who is concerned trolling about the impeachment who who thinks that anyone cares no fucking no, like so few voters care about the impeachment. So few people care about it. It's it has no, oh it has no chance of, of success. So if you're concerned that it's going like any th- conversation that we have in the primary could affect its odds, the odds are zero to begin with. So who cares? No yeah, one. No, and I've, the thing is, and beside that, no one, no people care. The only people who care about the impeachment are Trump people who are just like, fuck these fuckers who are trying to impeach him. There's like only like a small handful of like of of, of deranged like MSNBC people who, th- who care about the uh, I have not yeah. met a single person who's brought up the impeachment. None of, not my brother or my neither my brother or sister. No person I've heard on the street. I've seen no one talk about it. I, I it seems like everyone has figured out by now, and most people have figured out that it's a non-starter. That like he's he can't. They don't have the votes to convict him, right. to yeah. remove him from office. And the only people still paying attention to this are just basically like people that fucking like that. This is a TV show too. That are just watching like prestige TV, and that this is the this is the version. This is the they don't want it spoiled for them. This is why like there were all these people concerned trolling the uh, the when the. You know, the thing first came out, the corruption op-ed. They're, like, saying that this is a bad look, like I said. Uh, and my response to that initially was, like, who the f- – what the fuck does it matter? Like, they're not – they – who – what is this fiction that there is that – that there's any influence that could possibly matter in this Senate trial where he can't be convicted? Like, he just won't be. It's – what, do they really think they're going to, like, sway 10 or 12, however many it would be, Republicans – Oh, I guess they do. They think it's like the dramatic final scene of a TV. That's the fucking. This is the 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 three part finale, and they want to see. Even though they know how it's gonna end, just don't spoil it for me. And Bernie has to maintain this fiction too, though he's been using it to kind of like deflect, which I think is kind of a good tactic. Where when he was asked about, because you know Hillary Clinton came out today and said nobody likes him nobody wants to work with him uh you know he can't get anything done and called him a career politician and uh the best yeah that's but it was basically like textbook projection like it was insane the amount of 
Just oh, you look oh, a politician that nobody likes, that isn't popular at all, and is a total career. Well, she means with people, with with people, other people in politics. Yes, not, in, in not Congress human specifically. Beings, right. Yeah, right. The only well, because it's a big matter. high school to them. You know, mm-hmm. they like they don't know any real people anymore. Yeah, never she, did. The best, uh, the best Bernie response to that I saw was his initial, his like actual official campaign statement was good because it barely even acknowledged it and just completely deflected to the impeachment because Bernie's just playing up like he knows what he has to do. He knows he has to like be like, I'm doing my best to impeach Donald Trump, the most dangerous president. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but he was caught in the halls of, uh, of Senate and asked about the, you know, Hillary saying, Nobody likes him, and his response was like, My wife say, likes me. Secretary Clinton, as you know, said that uh, as a senator, you got nothing done and that no one likes you. What's your response to that? On a good day, my wife likes me, so let's, let's clear the air on that one. I'll just, I mean, I just, I, I just need the Iowa caucus to happen because I am. I know. I, I, I'm not interested in engaging with any of this anymore because at this point, it's reached a point where it's just like everything is just in. Politics, the way we talk about politics, the way to politics unfolds on Twitter, which, um, thank I God, like, I don't yeah, follow I like it like you thing, two do. No, no, I feel like I'm watching the thing in slow motion. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you're just like picking up on minutia that yeah. no one else, so few people, right. comparatively, are paying attention or care about what this stuff is what's going on right now. Right now, it's just like, it's like you're in high school and... You're watching, and you're 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 watching the clicks go at each other, but no one outside this high school knows what's going on in here, right? It doesn't matter until the caucus. Uh, it's everything is always in bad faith, but now, right up until this, the first the first vote, everything's in the worst faith. I mean, I read that uh, that Hillary statement; it was absurd, absolutely. Even absurd. Paul Krugman came out and said, "Like, how could this is indefensible? How could she be saying this?" It's, it's about a potential nominee, I, like, isn't defeating Trump the most important thing? Like, right. when you got Paul Krugman, yeah. like, coming at you from the left, it's well, so, Well, that's boy. the thing, right? Is that defeating Trump isn't the most important thing to certain people. Yeah, well, uh, Hillary Clinton, actually, did you guys Keeping see... Keeping fucking Bernie Sanders out is more important to some people. Did you guys see that Hillary Clinton came uh, back? to, to Tonight she posted, after all the feedback... She said, I thought everyone wanted my authentic, unvarnished yeah, views. Yeah, yeah, I saw. But to be serious, the number one priority for our country and world is retiring Trump. And, as I always have, I will do whatever I can to support our nominee. So, just 100% That's, backtrack. Yeah, yeah. The first time that she, she like, to, to read the fucking, like, room... Of the world so poorly. Mm. I mean, to, to, that's to, her, to that's quote her. Luke Skywalker, everything she said in that sentence was wrong. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, everything she says in that whole statement is, is like fucking like the, the the sexism narrative about about the Bernie campaign is is is. is it, does, what campaign doesn't have a few bad seats? All of them, but for some reason, just this one. Just this one is the one that has the magnifying glass on it all the time, right? Uh, and uh, the yeah, the boaters, the Bernie online attack team. Yeah. team is that what the oh my god the horse right. whisperer the phrase that the horse whisperer yeah, yeah, coined? Yeah. yeah, that was just so. That was so. God, it, I really it, processed a lot of garbage today. That was so pathetic. Just it's 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 so it's. Uh, I read once. I was reading a, a profile about Taylor Swift once. Um, that says that that was going into some psychology about like child like people who become famous at a young age, and or, and how like it's it's psych, like some, some psychologists believe that whenever you become famous, uh, where whatever your stage of life is, if you become like a public figure, you kind of get stuck there in a psychological space. I've heard about that uh, idea. And for like Taylor Swift, she became famous when she was like 15 years old, right? She became worldwide famous. That's why she's is, obsessed with her haters. Which is why she's obsessed with her haters, which is why she's, uh, it explains a lot of things that we, we, we seem to perceive about her. And I mean, I know that that like Hillary Clinton and a lot of politicians, like it's not like they, were, they didn't blow up when they were kids, but it's the same kind of thing where it's just like, and especially people like Hillary Clinton who have been so far removed from living a normal life at this point. It, it's it's 
they they got no conception of what anyone cares about. It's just they're them projecting mm-hmm. all their little vitriolic feuds and 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 slights and uh, it's 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 a it's it's like someone it's like someone who's worked at the theater for too long mm-hmm. and they have no perspective anymore of what the job is mm-hmm. or uh, why they're there. Yeah. Way it's too much just, time. It's spent just on so Zorro. much built up resentment and. And that's what's that's what all that is. Mm-hmm. It's just it, and no no human being other, who doesn't have a job writing for BuzzFeed or some fucking like media outlet that they get paid because of this content, never ending content cares. No one cares. It's it like, everything that happens between now and then. Nothing is going to happen between now and then. That matters now in the Iowa caucus. That matters politically, really, unless unless something huge. unless yeah, well, something huge thing. happened, unless unless uh, Bernie t- said something really bad or something was revealed about another candidate was like really really bad. It's just I, I, it's not going to happen. So just like let's get this fucking vote out of the way. If Bernie wins, great. He's got a pretty good chance of winning a nomination. Uh, if Bernie if if Bernie does not win, I don't think Bernie wins. Period, and then that's it's, great. It's rough, and then yeah. we can well, start. Unless it's a really close second, it has and he to be a really close sweeps second. Sweeps New Hampshire, and then wins Nevada. Yes. And if fucking Biden wins, it's over. It's over. I wouldn't say right over. It's, it's not totally over. Obviously, we should. If he doesn't fucking... get second, it's really bad. No, if he doesn't get second, it's it's it is over. If he does not get second place, mm. uh, and the only way that he could recover from not getting is if somehow he just New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, New, no, Ham- New Hampshire's a home fucking game for him. Okay, it would have to be like, in and New it's Hampshire, so easily dismissed New, by people as saying, New, right. like, yeah, New Hampshire has no right. real relevance. It's New Iowa that he matters. needs Iowa. He needs Iowa. If he doesn't, and then it's great. I want it to happen so then we, as a podcast and as people, can decide whether to care about this anymore. Because if he does not win, yeah. it truly there's no reason to talk about it at all because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Start figuring out other things. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, all right, if Bernie is not the nominee, uh, uh, would you? Right, what are you going to do? Uh, vote voting wise. And start figuring out other voting, things. Oh, wise. I'm not voting. You won't vote if he's not the nominee. I won't. Nick, I'm done with this shit. No, I decided. I actually strictly decided. I was like driving around in a holy rage, and I like talked myself into the idea that like there, I actually legitimately, I don't care about what this sounds like. Trump, another fucking four years of Trump would be better than having a new Democratic nominee that would be running for re-election in four years. We do not have the fucking time for that. We need to have, if we don't have another primary in four years, I mean, like, electoral politics is already fucked if Bernie doesn't win. But it's like, the idea of having a Democratic, like, nominee, like, actually win is horrifying to me. Like, because, I mean, it's not Bernie. If it's like a Buddha judge or something, because it'll just be like, totally just wasted time yeah just a total dead zone of inactivity non-movement inertia it would be like it would be elect it would be electoral inertia it would be administrative inertia it doesn't mean that there couldn't be things happening on the ground that's exactly that's and, what I mean. and, and, and yeah. also like i mean the thing is i i uh <laughs> i uh i agree with you that long term politically that that has like negative consequences like if 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 let's if if a democrat like a biden or a Buttigieg won a lot of people who are in the rankled up right now about the political situation are rankled up in an abstract way because they've had a media onslaught that's told them that trump is bad he's he's garish he's you know apprentice guy he says things about uh he says uh, ugly things but they don't really have, have tied that really to any like policies or structural views a lot of people just like bad man get rid of bad man and then if you replace the bad man with someone who's like whatever not literally anyone else they'll be like oh bad man's gone i can go back to not caring and so yeah long-term political thing if it's a biden they can go back to brunch right but uh if if trump were to be reelected, uh i think the same kind of political malaise would continue either way and uh, and the thing is, we are we, ra- that would be we're at a stage now with the way things are going that we can't be like, oh man, eight years from now they are putting children in your food. Those are pedophile codes. Pedophile codes. If Twitter won't let me, if Twitter will not let me post, I will fight back and show you on Periscope. So there was a gun rally. Yeah. Big what? old gun rally in Richmond. 
Okay, was Barbara there? You didn't hear about this? There was like thousands of people and with fucking like masks on and just like giant guns and what kind of masks? Like Bane masks? Probably some. Uh, all went to the Richmond. Went to Richmond. To uh, Richmond's a city with, of Michigan. With folks. Signs that say Richmond, Virginia. Saying, uh, oh, it's not a local thing. No, oh, this is local. No, no. no. Oh, they're not. okay. Saying, <clears throat> no, this is big. Okay, this is big because uh, the, what they were protesting was Ralph Northam, the blackface governor, uh, Democratic guy. Uh, they're they're him and the new Democratic majority in Virginia. They're introducing legislation that would make it illegal to buy more than one handgun a week, or is it a month? I think it's more than one handgun a month. So you know you can't. Do your weekly handgun shopping trip Stock, anymore? Stockpiling and just a bunch of other sort of like pretty innocuous measures. Uh, it, you know <clears throat> the stuff that it's like I don't even I don't give a shit about gun control in the way that liberals do. I don't think any of us do, in the sense that just like all these micro regulations are going to do anything. It's a, it's more of a you know you can't disarm the public without disarming the police. All that sure, shit. Sure, yeah. Uh, but. Uh, oh, I think the the one thing that the that they really set them off was there was like a new red flag law that you could like red flag someone and specifically make them not able to buy guns anymore. Okay, and it just it just you know of course blew up. You've got Alex Jones going through the streets in a tank, just shouting uh, about how we're gonna kick off a new civil war. Uh, what was he, he was saying like nineteen sixty seven gonna happen again? Something like that with his megaphone and meanwhile lee carter we all know lee carter Mm -hmm. the socialist member of the uh general assembly in virginia the uh the oldest legislative body in america well he has been in safe house this whole thing he uh has received explicit death threats and the kind that's not like hey man you should fucking die but like i'm gonna kill that guy remember my name right stuff and he didn't even support the he's actually not a gun uh, gun control he, person. The irony being that Lee Carter says he now carries a fucking handgun on him, right? Because of these threats about how he's right. too into gun control. Right. The thing that they were, were that was being spread around in right wing circles, vilifying Lee Carter as the new uh, gun control demon, was this somehow this new bi- this bill that he wrote that made it so that teachers could not be fired for organizing in a union Mm -hmm. it just uh made it it was that was what it it had nothing to do with gun control and it was just completely misrepresented and it doesn't matter to anyone that wants to kill him or that got upset about it it's and then everyone in the fucking richmond rally of course they're all like it's not about white supremacy we're just here for about the guns yeah damn what is every rally in virginia just the worst huh Terrible state. Yeah, Virginia. I mean, it's the hotbed. That's the. Well, these are people from all over the country going there. Well, the they were literally bust in, like by. It's all of the right wing projection shit, where they'd like have all these fever dreams of uh, Soros busting in protesters. Meanwhile, you've got just the NRA and whatever ghouls associated filling up buses full of dipshits and like tactical gear, like chubby dipshits and fucking big guns big guns and ready to go i stand by my assertion that virginia is a shitty state but yes i'll take your point but there's antifa hit lists out there and they're still on the internet they're still going around twitter no one's investigated no one has arrested anybody from that and ralph northam needs a self-fulfilling prophecy when he comes out and says oh i'm issuing this is the governor says i'm issuing a state of emergency you can't have a firearm in the public square and so he says this is based off of credible and clear evidence that somebody's planning violence. Well, who? Well, he got called out for that lie because no one had been arrested. They couldn't mention any names, and that's how it went. Well, then they had to start fingering people. I've been thinking—I I think I sent, I sent it to both of you. Did I send you that suicide note to both of you? No. Wait, yes. You sent it to me. Oh. Yeah, well, you make, <laughs> you make it sound like it's yours. No, it's a photojournalist, Kevin Carter, from South Africa. He won a Pulitzer Prize uh, in 
I don't know, the early 90s, I think, uh, for a photo that he took, uh, a famous photo of, maybe you've seen it, it's of an emaciated, like, completely emaciated uh, African girl, uh, or I think it's a boy, actually. Um, uh, everyone just thought it was a girl. Lying, like, in, a, in like a fetal position, like, look, they, they look dead. Uh, and, like, a dusty desert floor, and then, like, a meter away, there's just a vulture. That's just like clearly waiting for this person to die so they can get to work. Um, and I was reading about him, and I read that when he took the photo, uh, he was just he, he 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 did not intervene. He didn't do anything, and he he just sat there for an hour waiting for this the vulture to get close enough for it to be the best photo, um, and. And then it became a big, big, you know, hit. Like, you know. What a metaphor! Yeah, it became a big hit, and uh, that everyone was moved by it because it is—it's a profoundly affecting photo. Uh, it's the kind of like you know, war, war, war zone or like you know, kind of porn that we thrive on. Like, look how bad it is over there. Uh, and he—he uh, he won a Pulitzer Prize for it. And then, like three months later, he killed himself. Uh, and he left this note where he was ta- where he's just like, you know, I'm haunted. I'm picture. haunted by these images of war and corruption and or, and, uh, and, uh, and and starvation and poverty, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna <laughs> Not do? wait around for a vulture to show up. No, that's what I'm saying. We can't wait for the we can't wait for the vulture, man. This doesn't eat you up every day. Yes. Like, yeah. the, like you know, it's like I, you know, what I did right before I came to this podcast. Well, I was doing like not right before, uh, but I, I watched. I was watching a movie, um, and the movie got me very riled up because it was making me feel bad. And I paused it halfway through, and as I've I've said again, I which I'm doing more and more lately. I did. I had another long prayer, uh, which I've been doing a lot lately. <laughs> It's just praying. <laughs> you're, you're trying to like pray yourself into the good universe. I'm not. It's the prayers aren't. They're they're ostensibly to God, but they're really I'm praying to myself. Uh, mm. the, the, uh, it's just a it's just a, a, a you know a format for me to just sit down it's and self help marshal program. my thoughts and 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 just like try to will myself into. Doing some, and I know, like we we are individually atomized and powerless. Like that's what I just spent the whole last segment talking about is that you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like it's it, it's it sucks, but you can't let that thinking inter. Like there there are so many things about my life that are in my control, and there are so many things about what how I can make like affect, affect change in the world around me that is in my control, and I don't do anything about it. Like, we, we, we get we get caught up on whether or not we can change the system of government in the country, which would I would love, right? We need that. If the world's going to continue uh, with any semblance of, like, human decency or, or happiness attainable for people, uh, that needs to happen. But also, like, we can we can make things happen. In, in, like, if you, it's a fucking corny. But if if you can honestly help one person, you've done you've done a, a thing that matters deeply. That's it's, such a that I mean, like, I hear you. It matters. But that's that, that's 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 the retreat. That's the individualistic uh, retreat. No, no, no. That you, you feel I'm, in hopelessness and despair. Where you, do you have both. to make meaning. Why for is yourself. it a one or the other? Always one or the other. It's both. Obviously, it, it is both. It. it what am I saying? Oh no, we should give up on caring about everything in the macro sense and only care about the micro? Of course not. But to, just to think that that means anything politically, I guess. No, it's not about political. It's not about politi- I'm talking about morals. I'm talking about what Yeah, you we'll need to nice feel to like there the, you need to feel nourished in your soul that you are being a good it matters a lot to me that I'm a good person. It's like the thing that matters the most to me. It's it's the thing that ma- matter. It's maybe it's narcissism or selfishness that I'm hung up on this question all the time. Am I, I, good? That, I think that matters to a lot of people. And that's what gets them so fucked up. Like uh, all the people that are like like Hillary Clinton and shit. 
Yeah. Everyone wants to be. Everyone thinks that tells no, no, themselves right, a story right. about being a good person. Sure. No. Yes. Absolutely. Every, I think I don't think there's anyone. There, there. Maybe with some exceptions. I think most people have a conception that they are good. The thing is, I'm not saying I have a conception that I'm good. I think I'm not good. That's what I'm talking about. I think too many people think that they are good. I want to. I. I it's a, It's a, It's like an imperfect quest. Like you're never He's go- trying to be a better person. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing that you should never feel accomplished. You should never feel that you are done being a good person. But and that which is kind of like a doomed effort, right? But that's how. Th- that's how you are a good person. Is you have to keep willing yourself to be one. And I'm not being one. Well, how do you do it? How do you be a better person? There's so many ways. I can't. I, there. There. It's, it starts by caring more about uh, just th- things in my daily life. Not just like making my life be waking up, fucking, you know, putting on a TV in the background, uh, inundating myself with negative thoughts, going to a job I, I, that I that that is I'm worn out on and doesn't mean anything to me anymore. That that has and there, you have to just like reframe the, like the terms of what your life can be, and not like I don't mean like success, like finding a girlfriend or fucking getting a nicer apartment, but it's like. It's it's reframing what you think you, your life, not your life, what life can be for you, for others. Why am I doing this again? You got anything else in your notes? No. Uh, hold on. I could talk about American Factory. I have a lot to say about that. They won't make me depressed. Well, I'm not even depressed right now. That's not what I am. I'm not depressed. I'm uh, frustrated because I'm unable to articulate what I mean right now. I'm just readjusting Kevin's microphone because he's full on. He's just almost going horizontal on the futon. Yes, I'm reclining like a French girl. As as his like... Like one of your French girls. Like on a chaise. And my breasts are out. The hope diamond is around my neck. So can I look to you to spread that sense of hope to those that you know? Come on. <laughs> Let's do plugs. Um, no, you've already told me that plugs are irrelevant. And don't might, I might keep them in. You don't know. Yeah, you might need to pad the runtime on this one. Yeah. <laughs> plugs. I don't know. Thing. I'm going to plug. I don't. It probably doesn't need plugging, but uh, I watched uh, the Safdie's brother, a Safdie Brothers movie before. Uh, good time that was released before good time daddy long legs no not that one uh heaven knows what i believe it's called and it was excellent and people sh- if you enjoyed uncut gems if you enjoyed um um the other one good time good time then you should watch that one too sweet very very good plug. it was great it's incredible i just saw a good time for the first time so i'm going to sign off on that plug cool uh my plug is going to be the smart pop brand uh popcorn that is cheddar and caramel doesn't that shit give you cancer everything gives you cancer that's that's a good point yeah so this has caramel and cheddar popcorn in it though the caramel is very buttery it's very good oh no i was thinking never mind you can get the uh they call it chicago mix or they, they call it detroit mix here i don't know if it's a midwest thing this mixing the caramel with the cheddar popcorn Mm mm-hmm that's exclusively Midwest or whether every city that they have it in, they just rename it to be based off the city. Uh, but if that sounds insane to you, a cheddar and caramel mix popcorn, I assure you it's very good. If you ever see it in the store, give it a try. Okay. Kevin. Oh, I, I, I plug a book called the lost honor of Katerina Blum by Heinrich Boll, which is all about how, uh, the press, uh, is in- bad. Sweet. I want to plug one more thing. Having a pet cat is good. Having a pet of any kind. Get a few hate the world in your life. Get a fucking pet ASAP. Even if you can't take care of them, doesn't no, matter. I don't think that's a good Do idea. it. Even if you're a bad person, it's going to abuse them. No. Okay. Okay. No, never mind. Nick wanted to plug. Uh, Nick is plugging for the uh, come hither uh, fingering style as well. Everyone knows about you can that come. You can take five five easy courses of nine ninety nine ninety five. No man, I give this information out for free. Oh, he's going to be doing a YouTube lecture series. I've this is I learned this shit ages ago. 
Don't you want to pass it along to people? For watching your grandmaster from, a, from no, your No, I thought cage. everybody... Yeah, exactly. Like, just like <laughs> Master Splinter. <laughs> since I was a tiny rat. <laughs> just watching your master finger from outside the bars of your cage. Yeah, I started emulating him, and then I got it down, and then I taught the turtles that I raised. Well, yeah. April, also to Good for it. April O'Neil, man. Jeez. They got fat fingers, too, man. Damn. You know what I mean? Try to get two of those in there. Which turtle do you think fucks the best? Hmm. I don't know. You know how turtles sound when they fuck? Like, yeah. My sister has ten pet tortoises. I've so. Wait, what? You've literally seen turtle fucking? Yeah. You watch them fuck? Yeah. My sister. Your has, sister has ten pet tortoises. She's a room in her house. It's the tortoise room. <laughs> but we've decided we've so she's got so many tortoises that just like inadvertently you've seen them fuck just they have the whole room to themselves there's 10 of them and yeah you walk in there at any given time two no, of them are gonna be no fucking. i've just seen it happen and yeah they make the kind of a horrifying sound it's like can you do it no you just you did it it's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay i just wanted to have that confirmation like an old man fucking gasping for air <laughs> yeah they look like that too yeah, yeah. it's like it's like because it's also it's horrifying because it's in slow motion it's like <laughs> <laughs> like imagine watching yourself fuck but super slowed down no thanks yeah nope <laughs> Uh, but literally no one wants to see me fuck, including the people that fuck me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I disagreed. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off you.